Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome to Women Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of Women Thrive Podcast. I'm so excited to have you back here for another inspirational story and interview with one of our speakers. Today you're in for a treat because we are interviewing one of our authors of Women Thrive Book. Today we're speaking to Carmen Benson. Hi Carmen, how are you? Hi Ray, how are you doing today? I'm good. Where are you joining us from? I am joining from Anchorage, Alaska at the ungodly hour of 7.15 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody could drag me out so early out of bed in the morning. (laughs) So well done you for showing up and here to inspire our audience with your beautiful message. Today, we'll be talking a little bit more about Carmen's uh, story, about her burnout and how she actually found the keys to success through healing herself, creating an amazing turnaround in her life. So for those of you who have not met Carmen, Carmen is Benton is holistic success mentor, helping women in leadership alchemize guilt, shame, and burnout into a life and business that provides fulfillment, connection, and happiness without sacrificing an ounce of success. Carmen, welcome to the podcast. So excited to be here. So it's amazing to be in your energy. Oh, thank you. And we're matching. For those of you who are watching this on YouTube, we're matching with our hot pink. And of course, one of the reasons why we're wearing hot pink is because that is a brand color for a brand new book that's coming out 2nd of November in 23. How excited about this book, Carmen? Oh my God, I am so excited. This book has been an amazing transformational healing journey for myself and all my co-authors. And I'm sure you too. And it's something that you're never ready to do until you are in the midst of it. And we have put so much love and energy into this book and with the hopes that it's going to help other women also heal and transform as they read it. I know I watched your journey through this whole alchemy of bringing your story to life. So, of course, we're not going to give away too much about what the book is all about, other than these are incredible stories of women overcoming adversity and really coming out on the other side. So, Carmen, tell us a little bit more about yourself. I want our audience to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, so I am a former corporate executive. I had a very successful career in corporate America after 
couple of degrees. So have all the accolades, all the successes and promotions. Yet I was very unfulfilled and unhappy. And I didn't know why. I spent literally years in personal development, mindset, and all these things trying to find why I'm still feeling this way. And I joke about this, but this is actually a true story. I used to Google how to be happy. Like Google needs to know this, right? And I couldn't find anything that was deep enough to really get there. There were things like, oh, you just got to spend some time with yourself and do a little meditation and do exercise. I was doing all the things, but nothing was working. And it was very sad because I know there's a lot of women like that, that they are successful in paper, doing all the things that society has conditioned us to check the box of success, right? And struggling in between motherhood and business or career and still feeling empty and not knowing why this is happening. So that's my story. That's what I did. And for the last two years, I've been able to figure out the why I was feeling empty, unfulfilled, unhappy. But in order to do that, I had to literally break down. I had very severe case of burnout. I know a lot of people use this word lightly, but I was completely burnout, physically, mentally, emotionally. And I was ignoring the signs because they were badges of honor for me. Success means you have to work hard. Success means that these things will happen to you. Oh, and that's not true. And one of my messages is to make sure women understand that success doesn't need to come with that price. Very often we pay a huge price for success, whether a sacrifice of our time with our family and loved ones or sacrificing our health. And just really, we've got to find that piece of balance for our health and between health and success. What are the things, some of the things that you help others do in finding that harmony in their lives? So the thing that I realized is that I was living based on the conditioning that society had given me. We are all born here with a purpose in life, but unfortunately things happen in us. We're growing up and we get conditioned to survive. And that conditioning made me do things that were against my passion, against my purpose, against the way that I am wired. And every time you go against the flow, against the current, imagine just swimming against white raft, right? Like you, you get exhausted. And so I had to uncondition all those things, reprogram myself, heal from within because all these traumas, all these emotions, they don't live in the mind. And this is why I believe mindset alone doesn't work because they live in your body. So you have to heal my body, be able to release it, and then start living what I was meant to do by design. And that doesn't mean that people need to quit their jobs, change their purpose, their business or whatever they had. It's just really understanding what are you here to do? How are you supposed to do it? And live based on that and not based on what society has told us. Yeah, I think particularly for women, if we get into a flow, 
if we work in alignment, if we allow things to flow through us and into our lives, as opposed to trying to push and go try to push something up the hill, it's so much harder than working in flow. I think if we learn to do that, we realize that we don't have to work as hard and we don't need to burn out. What were the signs for you that you reached that breaking point or you reached that burnout point? Oh my God, I had physical signs. I had hives, peptic ulcers. I had migraines every day. I couldn't remember not having a headache. It was just, I woke up every day with a migraine. That's kind of what it was. But those were some of the mild signs. I was moody. I was not happy, fun to be around. But my relationships, my personal relationships with the people that I love most were getting damaged with my children, friends, loving relationships. They were all being damaged because I had one single focus, which was to work. And this is where we get into workaholism. And I talk a lot about how workaholism is a drug of choice. It creates in your brain the same chemical reaction that crack or alcohol or cigarettes do. It gives you a dopamine rush. Now, it's socially acceptable and it's very lucrative. And so you have no real reason to not get it. And not everybody is addicted to work. The same, not everybody is addicted to cigarettes or alcohol. But if it creates something in your brain that gives you that sense of belonging, of connection, of love, whatever your basic need that hasn't been able to be met through your life is getting activated, then you're hooked. And it becomes this cycle where the more you work, the more you have to work because in order to get the same dopamine rush that you were getting with one good job said by your boss, all of a sudden you need like this huge accomplishment to be able to get that little tiny thing. And before you know it, you're like in the midst of it. So this is where I geek out on everything I do. And so I study addiction and it was so interesting to me how so many things we do. People who go to the gym to numb emotions, we can become addicted to all kinds of things. And some of them seem right and they are okay as long as they are not disrupting other areas of your life. But here I was totally crumbling. Wow. What was the first thing you had to do to change your life around? Well, I quit my job, cold turkey. Wow. I was really at a breaking point. And so one of my missions in life is to make sure people don't get there. You don't have to get there. You can undo the conditioning. You can learn to understand why are you working so hard? Why are these things showing up in your life a certain way before it gets there? And if I go back to early signs before burnout was a thing, when I was still healthy enough that I could turn things around. Uh, You're going to laugh, but for me, I'm going to say 20 years ago, wearing pink, no way. Because pink for me was the sign of weakness. And that is because I used to live in my wounded masculine energy. The do, do, do in order to feel something, right? When the feminine energy is that 
divine intuition and flow and creativity that allows you not to have to push very hard to be able to get things done. And don't get me wrong, you need the masculine, but you need the high masculine, not the wounded masculine. And if I look 20 years back, that would have been a red flag for me to say, why you feel like you always have to be doing to feel worthy. So it really comes back to that self-worth at times, appreciating that you don't have to work so hard. You don't have to have all those badges in order to be successful. How did you redefine success? What does success mean to you today? That is a great question. And because of conditioning, let me explain what success was for me. Success for me was to have status. I didn't grow up with money. We were middle, lower class family. And my mom really had to work a lot to be able to give us the things that we had. I went to private schools because I had scholarships and I was programmed at a very early age that in order to get out of that poverty, I needed to work, study and work and make money. And I always wanted my kids to be able to have what I didn't have, right? More than one pair of shoes being able to take vacations around the world and things like that. So for me, success was to be able to do all those things. But what's interesting is that the reason I wanted all those things wasn't because of the money, but because I thought growing up that if my mom didn't have to work so hard, then we could spend time together. Because what I really wanted from her was connection, affection and spend time with her, which I never did. She had her own wounds that she needed to heal, right? But it showed in my life as she's working so hard, so if we had money, then she wouldn't have to work hard. Well, guess what? The only way to get money that I knew because it's what I saw is the only information my brain had was to work hard, and therefore I wasn't there for my kids either. So I was repeating the same story except that we had the resources, but it was still the same story of abandonment and solitude and not connection. And so for me, success now, to answer your question, I know I, I went a little bit. <laughs> That's all right. Success is to be able to live your purpose and be happy. I literally, like, all I want in life is to be happy. If it doesn't make me happy, it doesn't belong in my life. Just that simple. Wow, that's incredible. Repeating the same patterns and realizing yourself at some point that what am I doing? Where is this going? And I'm making the same mistakes as my mother did. And I know this is something you very openly and candidly share in the chapter of Women Thrive book about rebuilding your relationship with your daughter. Tell me just a snippet about the chapter that you've written for the Women Thrive book. It's really emotional because as you said, it's raw and vulnerable. I want it and thank you because Ray actually helped me to put it all out there. My, my no, the normal human cell is to protect your heart, right? And so I always had the intention, but the first draft, let's say it wasn't exactly what you're going to read. <laughs> but in this chapter, I share how I use the power of forgiveness to alchemize the pain and trauma that I was carrying. And I realized this trauma wasn't mine. It was generational. And 
it was continuing to pass along because I was passing it to my daughter. And so in one of those enlightening moments of my life, I realized this. I was able to see that I was doing exactly what I went through to my daughter. And I decided it's going to end here with me. It's not going to pass any further. And in order to do that, I have to heal myself. And in order to heal, I had to let go of all the resentment and the guilt because that realization brought a lot of guilt on myself, right? Mm-hmm. I love my children more than anything. You're a new mom now. You know what that love that no one can describe until you hold your kids in your arms. There's nothing I wouldn't do for them. And the thought that I was hurting them subconsciously, it's really crippling. But you can stay in that pain and say, well, I already did it. too late. Maybe next life. Or you can own, take responsibility of your future and do something with your life today and heal. And as you heal, everyone around you will heal too. And that's, that's my hope in my wow. gender, to inspire that. Wow, that's so powerful. And I know we've been through bundles of tears in this process and really deep healing and reflection. I remember the first time reading your chapter, I was like, this sounds great, but this sounds like you're writing a chapter for a Harvard review. And <laughs> not it was really. brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. Your, your, it was like your analytical mind was doing a great job, but your heart was me keeping close. Keep yeah. Me yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then Ray said that and I'm like, okay, well, scratch that. When I write again and I cry for seven hours as I was writing it. Straight. I get in the flow, so I'm not the person who writes like a sentence here and there. I need to like write, 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 write. And then I wanted my daughter to read it because it's really personal for her too. She's a teenager, so it's not something I can hide from her. All her friends follow me in social media, so this is going to be public to the world. So I wanted to make sure she was approving of the information I was sharing and the story. And then we cried together. Oh, But the tears, but these are not sad tears. And this is what I want everyone to know. These are healing tears, right? So many things that are not said. And she didn't know the things I went through because I never thought of justifying. Like I did this because all these things happened to me. But I do share them in the chapter to give perspective to the readers. So she learned things about me that she didn't know. And perhaps spark compassion to on her it's a beautiful i'm so excited i'm so excited to share with the world and i just can picture so many people reading this book now that it's winter is coming by the fireplace with a cozy blanket and hot cocoa and just really getting the transformation in each of the chapters because each of them are amazing so personal it's as if we get a snippet of your life and your story and so beautiful it's like you had to forgive yourself you had to forgive for your past and this whole process of writing and sharing your story as you say the reflection and then i love what you said taking responsibility for our actions and creating a new reality which what you've done through this process is you rebuilt your relationship with your daughter. You were open to her 
And it's hard. Being vulnerable is hard. Don't underestimate how hard it is to share our stories in such a vulnerable way. Go through it and own it as well. And so I really commend you for diving right into this process and actually doing it properly. <laughs> Thank you. Your help was instrumental in that. <laughs> oh, oh, look, I don't let anyone get away with like on the surface stories or because a lot of times we try to lean on to our expertise and knowledge. And clearly this is what you were sharing in the first chapter that you wrote. And I was like, this is all great, but it doesn't touch my heart. It, it doesn't really tell me anything about you other than you're very knowledgeable of this topic. <laughs> tell me why. Well, now all I'm going to say is you asked for it. So make sure you have your box of clinics when you're reading the book. And not only mine, when I read Ray's chapter. I was sick with COVID in bed reading her chapter and I was like falling. And again, oh. stories that I've been hanging out with you for a while now and there were stories I didn't know. And it just, as you said, it makes us human, right? It makes us get connected, see the heart, see the soul behind all the beautiful, successful things we do. Yeah, a story I shared in my chapter I never really, a lot of it, I never shared myself. And like you, I let my mom read it. And she was reading it and she said to me, I didn't know that's what you were going through at the time. And it's very, very personal. There's many things in that book I never, ever shared with anybody before. Other than people who observed my life and knew those moments in my life. But I feel like this gives us real opportunity to share our real stories from a place of wanting to transform other people's lives, but also being open and vulnerable to take them back to those experiences and explain what we went through. Yeah, it's a beautiful. I can't wait to meet your mom in Spain. <laughs> of course. So for those of you listening, well, you may not know that we do have a book launch on the 2nd of November, which is a virtual book launch, but then we have in-person launch in Spain, in Valencia, where I am based. We have our official in-person book launch on the 18th of November, and we're going to have most of the authors there present at this event, delivering their talks. They're doing a keynote talk, and we're also going to be doing a panel conversation about the book and the whole journey and the transformation. I'm so excited about seeing you in person, Carmen, like, really. Me too. I'm so excited to hug everybody because we need that human connection too. So, yeah, I feel like we've cried for 20 something weeks. Yeah. <laughs> we got to meet yeah. in person now and really just feel each other. <laughs> yes. yes, absolutely. <laughs> to our listeners today, what bit of wisdom would you want to share with another woman who might be struggling with some of all these same things? I know one of your values is authenticity. And if someone, is hiding in their wounds, in their struggles and saying, no, I'm okay. I'm a superwoman. I'll, I'll do all of my own. And, but inside she's crying for help. What do you want to tell this woman? First want to say that I was that woman, the woman who thought that I needed to carry the weight of the world in my shoulders. And it's never too late. I didn't start my healing process. I didn't start it amending my life past my mid-40s and it is the most absolutely 
rewarding journey I have been in my life is so worth it. And when you can live true to yourself, to your values, to your heart, there's nothing you cannot accomplish. I love it. (laughs) And it just shows just how compassionate you are, compassionate to yourself and others. And this is the key to that transformation that you don't have to go through the struggle and you don't have to go through the struggle alone as well. So if you feel inspired and called, I would definitely say connect with Carmen, book a call with her, have that conversation. You don't have to go through it alone. I promise you, you may feel like this is only you're the only person going through it and this is the end of the road or I'm really struggling, but yet we, you're still trying to put that uh, superwoman cape on every single day, yet looking in a mirror and perhaps not recognizing your former self. So believe me, you don't have to do that on your own. I've been in similar situations myself and reaching out for help is the first thing that you should be doing. Come in, if people wanted to connect with you, how would they do that? Well, you can find me in every social media at the Carmen Benton and also my website is my name, CarmenBenton.com. Amazing. Well, of course, we're going to have it in the show notes. And Carmen, there's one more project that we're doing, which we're preparing for. Very excited. It's a little bit still to go, a couple of months yet. Tell me more about it and what are you excited about? So, because Ray is such an amazing woman with a lot of energy, I just want to be in all her projects. <laughs> also, besides the book and the Women Tribe Talks, I am going to be a speaker on the Women Tribe Summit. And this is really how. Everything started with being introduced to Ray, but I am so excited to be able to share my stories, my transformation, my knowledge to with such an amazing worldwide audience alongside another 60 some speakers. And it is such an honor because the interview process was not easy. This woman is just very picky. She picks people with integrity and that has something to give to the audience. And I am so honored that I was chosen to be part of it. And the collaborations and getting to know all these speakers, I am definitely going to be sitting watching alongside when I'm talking because there's so much value and information there that is going to help you in so many areas of your life from mindset, energy, body image, finances, everything, right? There's a little bit for everyone. I am going to talk about burnout and practical keys to be able to be successful without burning out. And uh, yeah, it's coming in March and I invite everybody to go to the womantribesummit.com and get your spots so you can participate with us and get to know us. And there's opportunities to do that as well i love that and of course thank you so much for sharing the information (laughs) i feel like you just done my work (laughs) but yeah i just wanted to just hear from you your excitement about it and yeah we have for the women throughout summit in 2023 we had just over a thousand applications i think we interviewed some 200 speakers so far and 50 something speakers have made it through to 
be chosen to be speaking on our stage in March. So this is our annual Women Empowerment event that is held every third week of March. And this is to celebrate Women's History Month and International Women's Day. And yeah, we have an amazing lineup this year, which I'm really excited. I can't wait, like yourself, I can't wait to watch all the speakers in action. And this is a live, and I mean virtual, but live. So you get to interact with all these speakers. You can grab your free ticket or upgrade your ticket as well and head over to womenthrivesummit.com to register. And of course, whilst you're on the womenthrivesummit.com website, you can also find the book. And I hope that you grab a copy of the Women Thrive book. This is our second volume, second edition of this book. And we have amazing eight authors contributing to this incredible book. Each and every one of them pour their heart out to, to support you, to help you and inspire you and hopefully help you transform your life or business. So I hope you get to join us. And Carmen, thank you for your wisdom and being so open and authentic on this interview. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Ray. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you got lots of value and insight from this episode. And make sure you come back for more interviews, especially the interviews with our fellow authors as well as speakers of the Women Thrive community. We look forward to seeing you on another podcast. Take care for now. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.